All right. This is the Conversation Cannabis and Christianity podcast. My name is Miguel Torres, and I'm your host. And this episode is called The Good Treasure. The Good Treasure. You know, throughout the passage of time, all of us will wander listlessly down the avenues of our lives. Some of us look really put together while we're doing it, and some of us do not. But life on this fallen earth and in this mortal frame is short. It is very short. And you are the good treasure. Yes, you are the good treasure. And the, whether you want to call it funny <clears throat> or maybe even unfair thing is that even the people you don't like are the good treasure too. Our maker has put his image on our faces and he's matched it with a fingerprint that belongs to only you and no one else. That means you're known you are loved, and you are accepted. But the same way someone may not believe me when I say you are the good treasure is the same way someone can believe that Jesus is not who he says he is. <clears throat> and that is a choice that everyone will have to make. Because like I said, this life is short. This mortal frame, you don't need me to tell you how fragile it is. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> we got pollen coming down in Florida, central Florida, west coast of Florida, and it's pretty thick right now. It affects the mortal frame. It's not a stopper, but it certainly does affect the mortal frame. It's a small example. You are known, you are loved, and you are accepted. But it's a choice to believe it. And the reason why you're known, and the reason why you're loved, and the reason why you're accepted is because you are the good treasure. Take the truth of your maker's love inside. It's time to take the believing inside. And when you do, you'll still know that there are deeper waters. Take the love of your maker into every area of a personal life. And when regret from not having done so earlier encroaches around your heart, leave it. Leave it for the dogs and the pigs to devour because you are and have the good treasure. <clears throat> Everyone goes through seasons of hell. This is a continuation from a series that I did a couple or less last week. Started off with the edge and then it went to a season in hell and here we are at the good treasure. And that's because the good treasure is you. Don't forget. I can't remind you enough. I am going to read something to help us all remember that 
we are the good treasure. This is Psalm 37. Do not fret because of those who are evil, or be envious of those who do wrong. Like the grass, they will soon wither. Like green plants, they will soon die away. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him, and he will do this. He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn, your vindication like the noonday at sun, or excuse me, the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. That's not always easy for a human being. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. Refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret. It leads only to evil. For those who are evil will be destroyed, but those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land. Now, the, the cool thing about reading David in the Psalms and a lot of scripture in general is that it speaks to what the five senses understand and it speaks to what the five senses know to be true but cannot understand. And that's the heart and the head. That's pretty cool when he writes that. <clears throat> A little while, and the wicked will be no more. Though you look for them, they will not be found. But the meek will inherit the land and enjoy peace and prosperity. The wicked plot against the righteous and gnash their teeth at them. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he knows their day is coming. The wicked draw the sword and bend the bow to bring down the poor and needy to slay those with those whose ways are upright. But their swords will pierce their own hearts, and their bows will be broken. Better the little that the righteous have than the wealth of many wicked. For the power of the wicked will be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. The blameless spend their days under the Lord's care, and their inheritance will endure forever. In times of disaster, they will not wither. In days of famine, they will enjoy plenty. But the wicked will perish. Though the Lord's enemies are like the flowers of the field, they will be consumed. They will go up in smoke. The wicked borrow and do not repay, but the righteous give generously. Those the Lord blesses will inherit the land, but those he curses will be destroyed. The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall. For the Lord upholds him with his hand. I was young and now I am old. Yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread. They are always generous and lend freely. Their children will be a blessing. Turn from evil and do good. Then you will dwell in the land forever. For the Lord loves the just and will not forsake his faithful ones. Wrongdoers will be completely destroyed. The offspring of the wicked will perish. The righteous will inherit the land and dwell in it forever.
The mouths of the righteous utter wisdom, and their tongues speak what is just. The law of their God is in their hearts. They, their feet do not slip. The wicked lie in wait for the righteous, intent on putting them to death. But the Lord will not leave them in the power of the wicked, or let them be condemned when brought to trial. Hope in the Lord and keep his way. He will exalt you to inherit the land. When the wicked are destroyed, you will see it. I have seen a wicked and ruthless man flourishing like a luxuriant native tree. But he soon passed away and was no more. Though I looked for him, he could not be found. Consider the blameless. Observe the upright. A future awaits those who seek peace. But all sinners will be destroyed. There will be no future for the wicked. The salvation of the righteous comes from the Lord. He is their stronghold in time of trouble. This is interesting how he ends it. The Lord helps them and, excuse me, the Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and saves them because they take refuge in him. <clears throat> That's pretty cool. A lot to, like I said, the five senses, it speaks to the five senses, the head, and it also speaks to the heart. Now, I'm going to read something else. This is from Isaiah. And I'm not putting anything political in this, but he does talk about Israel. And of course, people know that there's a war going on. This is not politically slanted because the writers of scripture use Israel as an example for a personal relationship with each of us. All right, this is Isaiah 44. Now check this out. You are the good treasure. But now listen, Jacob, my servant Israel, whom I have chosen. This is what the Lord says. He who made you, who formed you in the womb, and who, who will help you. Do not be afraid, Jacob, my, ser my servant Jeshurun, whom I have chosen. For I will pour water on the thirsty land and streams on the dry ground. I will pour out my spirit on your offspring and my blessing on your descendants. <clears throat> generations to come. They will spring up like grass in a meadow, like poplar trees by flowing streams. Some will say, I belong to the Lord. Others will call themselves by the name of Jacob. Still others will write on their hand the Lord's and will take the name Israel. This is what the Lord says. Israel's King and Redeemer, the Almighty, the Lord Almighty. I am the first and I am the last. Apart from me, there is no God. Who then is like me? Let him proclaim it. Let him declare and lay out before me what has happened since I established my ancient people and what is yet to come. Yes, let them foretell what will come. Do not tremble. Do not be afraid. Did I not proclaim this and foretell it long ago? You are my witnesses. Is there any God besides me? No, there is no other rock. I know not one. All who make idols are nothing, and the things they treasure 
are worthless. Those who would speak up for them are blind. They are ignorant to their own shame. Who shapes a god and casts an idol which can profit nothing? People do that, people who do that will be put to shame. Such craftsmen are only human beings. Let them all come together and take their stand. They will be brought down to terror and shame. The blacksmith takes a tool and works with it in the coals. He shapes an idol with his hammers. He forges it with the might of his arm. He gets hungry and loses his strength. He drinks no water and grows faint. The carpenter measures with a line and makes an outline with a marker. He roughs it out with chisels and marks it with compasses. <clears throat> Excuse me. He shapes it in human form, human form in all its glory, that it may dwell in a shrine. He cut down cedars or perhaps took a cypress or oak. He let it grow among the trees of the forest or planted a pine, and the rain made it grow. It is used as fuel for burning. Some of it he takes and warms himself. He kindles a fire and bakes bread. He also fastens a god and worships it. He makes an idol and bows down to it. Half of the wood he burns in the fire. Over it he prepares his meal, he roasts his meat, and eats his fill. He also warms himself and says, Ah, I am warm, I see the fire. From the rest he makes a god, his idol. He bows down to it and worships. He prays to it and says, Save me, you are my God. They know nothing, they understand nothing. Their eyes are plastered over so they cannot see, and their minds closed so they cannot understand. No one stops to think. No one has the knowledge or understanding to say, Half of it I used for fuel. I even baked bread over its coals. I roasted meat and I ate. Shall I make a detestable thing from what is left? Shall I bow down to a block of wood? Such a person feeds on ashes. A deluded heart misleads him. He cannot save himself or say, Is not this thing in my right hand a lie? Now, what does that have to do with you being the good treasure? There are all kinds of deceptions out there. Some of them come in the form of religion, and some of them come in the form of spirituality. And I tell you, marijuana is in both of them. And there's nothing wrong with marijuana because I believe it is not the devil's lettuce. It is a part of creation. And it can help bridge a distant relationship to a personal one. It can help. It's not a silver bullet, but it certainly can help. But I wouldn't trust that alone. I would pray. I would pray 
because you are the good treasure and your words are heard by your maker. And they're heard by your maker because you are known, you are loved and you are accepted. Like I said, everyone goes through seasons of hell. Everyone makes a home too close to the edge or beyond the edge. That doesn't mean you're too far gone to be loved. Believing, thinking, speaking, and acting. All right, I'm going to wrap up with a few scriptures here. Just to remind you that you are loved and that your prayers are heard. James 1.5, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. <clears throat> James 2.14-18, through 18, same guy. What good is it? Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't going to do that one. Because that one gets mixed up. I'm not going to go down that avenue tonight. <laughs> this is the last one right here. And you can find this one in a couple books in the New Testament. Matthew and Luke. And it is Matthew 6, 18 to 21. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. That's good. That's good. And because he also promises to provide for our daily, our existential needs too. So it's not like if you believe in Jesus, you have to go around destitute, mm -hmm. broken, all like, no, that's the opposite. It really means that if you are in a low place in life, you're still not too far gone. All right, last one, Proverbs 15, 6. The house of the righteous contains great treasure, but the income of the wicked brings ruin. It is a funny thing, this life. It is a funny thing, this life. It is short. It is short. It is short. It is short. And it's only when we realize that it's short that we start looking back with a different kind of view than we had before that and we were looking forward. You are the good treasure. So no matter what, remind yourself that your maker, Jesus, loves you the way he promises to love you because he is who he says he is. And when it comes to the marijuana plant, I don't encourage it just for the sake of doing it, just because it's made by God. That's not the tack I take. It's not a silver bullet, but it certainly has been made with great intent to help the human being. 
And I think when people recognize that that plant has a maker and that maker has good intent, it's a step toward recognizing and remembering that you are the good treasure. All right. This is the Conversation Cannabis and Christianity podcast. My name is Miguel Torres and I'm your host and you are the good treasure. Love you all.